welcome to the Better Birth Podcast with Erin Fung, hypnobirthing instructor. Join me as I talk to industry experts about all things birth, pregnancy and beyond. So welcome um, to this uh, episode of the podcast. Um, today I've got Valerie Smith um, joining me, um, very kindly coming to talk about essential oils for pregnancy and birth. Um, welcome, Valerie. Well, thank you, Erin, for inviting me. I feel very honoured. Oh, you're welcome. And <laughs> um, would you like to give a little intro about yourself and, and what you do? Yeah, sure. So um, I. Uh, uh, but my main business is a, is a yoga teacher and uh, I specialise in pregnancy and postnatal. I've been uh, teaching uh, it, it really beyond that as well. So pregnancy all the way through with mummy and baby and then I teach uh, mostly mums and ladies that seem to be uh, coming to my class. And uh, uh, through that I've become involved in the essential oils because I, I started off thinking it could be a really nice thing to integrate into my classes. I quite like, uh, I'm, well, when I was in person with people, I liked to have a nice ambiance going on, lighting and had lovely props. And that was my thinking that I could start to introduce the oils into the class. Um, I've, I've got a scientific background. I, I uh, worked, I did a scientific degree in pharmacology uh, way back and then worked as a scientist for four years before actually then became an accountant for I still am an accountant but that was my next career had three careers uh, and then uh, went into the yoga once my children were born so I think it's similar to you Erin having a bit of a career change yeah, yeah so so I have a bit of an interest in the the, the oils from a scientific point of view because of my uh, original career. Um, uh, I worked in the pharmaceutical industry and the oils, uh, many of the drugs that I was working with and that, that we use are derived from plants and uh, the plants have effects in our body to, to change how we feel and medicinally. So uh, I then from uh, being interested in having it in my class, started to use them in my own life and it just snowballed from there. Um, uh, so had a lot of allergies and little issues going on. So the oils really helped with all of that and I became quite a natural advocate. So um, cleared out my medicine cabinet and my cleaning products and it's all quite natural now. So that's a very quick run through of uh, involved so sorry I should say also um, after using the oils in my own life and in my business I decided to get involved in um, sharing the oils I use a very specific brand it's called doTERRA uh, they are the biggest essential oil company in the world at the moment they're only about 10 years old but they uh, have uh, snowballed on, all around the world they're used quite a lot in America and Australia they're starting to become bigger here in Europe and I just really like the brand really resonated with it they're uh, very good quality so um, I decided to uh, actually share the oils as a part of my business as well so that was a yeah, bit I, of a path there. doTERRA um, oils before um because I, I think that's one thing actually that I wanted to ask you um, is about um, sort of safety with oils because it's, it's so easy to go online, isn't it? And, and, and search for essential oils and, and end up buying something which is potentially not very good quality or could be, you know, mixed with all sorts of other different oils and things. So um, should, should, should people who are looking to, to buy essential oils, what should they be looking for? And, and you know, Obviously, Deterra is a good brand, um, but what are, what are the dangers of, of buying oils that have you know that haven't haven't been um, sort of certified or researched? Yeah, it's it's actually it's a really good question, and um, what I would suggest is that uh, not to buy anything off Amazon, for example, because you, you you don't know what what you're buying, and unfortunately, there's no regulation around this mm -hmm. industry. And uh, a lot of the oils that are perhaps a cheaper price point, shall we say, 
uh, aren't completely pure. So they could be um, adulterated in some sort of way. So for example, they could be diluted. So um, some sort of carrier oil added to it or um, adulterated in that they've got synthetic fillers in there or synthetic fragrance. And uh, you can tell the difference. So if you were to have a lemon oil, for example, the doTERRA one it, or orange, it just smells like a, le a lemon that you smell in Italy or um, yeah. orange and, you know, but if you open and you compare it to some of those cheaper ones, it does smell a little, but my nose is a bit honed to it now. Mm -hmm. So I can almost uh, seek it out. So yeah, um, you you will find that there's really cheap oils. And so for example, frankincense, it's one of the most um, revered oils, very expensive. If you're going into a pharmacy and getting it for three pounds, then I would suggest that it's not a good, uh, good brand. Mm -hmm. uh, and what uh, doTERRA is, is what they are different in that they actually, scientifically test and uh, put the oils through a lot of rigorous standards so they, they say that they put each bottle through 25 different tests to ensure that what you're getting in the bottle is 100% pure plant oil um, and they have a their own sort of tag for that they call it certified therapeutic pure grade CPTG, uh, it's on all of the bottles. Mm -hmm. And in fact, on each bottle, um, there you can't, maybe can't see this, but there's a, can you see the little um, uh, number on the yeah. bottom? Each, each bottle has a number and they have a website called source to you and it's got various things about the sourcing and the sustainability of the oils. And I'll talk about that in a minute, but each bottle, um, you can plug in the number and it will tell you the constituents within it. It's like a sort of, we call it a gas chromatography and it has little spikes and that tells you all the different constituents. Mm -hmm. A lot of them will be quite um, chemically names, uh, but you could certainly look them up and it, you will see that it's just the natural constituent that's within the plant. Mm -hmm. um, and what else I was going to say is that doTERRA are, quite an ethical company that's quite important to me as well so they they work very closely with the original growers the artisan um, growers and farmers that have been growing some of these plants for hundreds of years uh, a lot of these cheaper oils that there'll be some sort of middleman that will be ripping off the the farmers so uh doTERRA is big into that um sustainability aspect too so um is, is that enough for what you were asking? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's really interesting. I wouldn't have thought about the ethical and sustainability side of things, actually. But it makes sense when we're thinking about selecting food and things, we think about fair trade, but we don't think about fair trade for other things. So, And just one other thing around that as well. Um, what you'll find is like lavender is one of the most popular ones. So there'll be uh, what... what could be happening in America. doTERRA is an American company, but some of the cheaper brands, it's just like um, crops uh, that they would have grow lavender in a random place and then spray it with pesticide and it's mm -hmm. actually natural. Whereas doTERRA goes to the place in the world where lavender is uh, best grown in the soil that has been grown in for hundreds of years. So Bulgaria is where they get the lavender. I think that the lemons come from Sicily. Mm -hmm. um, the frankincense comes from, um, from Africa. So it's all where it should be grown rather than it sort of almost being farmed. If you yeah. see a uh, uh, large farming uh, I can't think of the word, but you yeah. hopefully you know, yeah, sustainable fair trade, yeah. Okay. Um. So what what exactly what exactly are essential oils? Because you kind of said they're plant oils, but how how do they make them? What are they, what are they? This is quite this is really super interesting. So um, the the oils can come from lots of different areas of the plant. So they can come from the, the seeds or the leaves, or the bark, or the peel or the stem. So like the orange and the lemon comes from the peel. And uh, we've got lots of uh, tree oils that come from the barks and the little, um, like Douglas fir, like they have the little pine needles. And they, they, the oils are extracted from, uh, from those parts of the plants. 
and they're the molecules that give plants their aroma but they also um, have many other aspects in that they guard the plants from sun damage from um, insects they repel insects they resist attacks from like, fungus and microbes um, and they also heal any damage in the, the plants so the those effects that they have in the plants they can have within us as well so it's quite synergistic to plant to human um, which is quite nice and they, they it's just a, a natural way to support your body and uh, yeah so I hope, I hope that's enough to, to um, explain it. But what, what's so nice about these oils is that this knowledge, it's not new. Um, people have been using essential oils for centuries. So, and, you know, we're, we're tapping into that now and people are becoming more interested in it again. Yeah. So. Um, so um, which, which essential oils are safe to use in pregnancy? Because I, I know when I'm doing my hypnobirthing course and, I, I, and when I get to the, any point where I talk about aromatherapy and essential oils, I'm not an expert. So I, I always caveat anything I say with, with, um, with, with the, 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 the message that they need to speak to somebody who knows about essential oils if they're pregnant. Um, because I know some essential oils aren't suitable to use in pregnancy and they aren't safe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of the information that you're going to potentially read online is there's a lot of mixed information, so it can be quite confusing. Mm -hmm. And what a lot of that um, data and information is written for all oil users. So we're talking about all of the oils that we mentioned earlier with all the different stuff in them. So obviously they have to, to, to caveat that to say that they might not be safe mm -hmm. and it's all around the, the purity um so that that's why i was reassured by the standards that doTERRA sets so i, I would say that, that there's only a couple that are absolute no-nos no really during pregnancy I, I don't know if you want me to talk yeah about yeah those. please yeah so um uh and, and they're not they're not bad they're just, they're just the reason so clary sage and um, I know I did send you this, me, so Jasmine as well. So um, they are really useful in um, starting contractions. So obviously we wouldn't want to be using them until we went into labour. So, so they're very calming and relaxing. They're brilliant to um, get contractions going if they're stalling, but we wouldn't want to use them preterm. And then the other oil that I would suggest not to use is um, later on, it's the opposite, is peppermint because that can um, uh, inhibit lactation. So uh, peppermint's not one towards the end of pregnancy that we would consider, but a great one earlier on in pregnancy. Um, so, so those are the only three that I, out of doTERRA's oils that I suggest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, um, I do mention the Clary Sage um, to, to, my, to my clients and, and I, personally I've used it myself as well. So when, my, when I have my, um, my second child, I, I, my water's released and my contractions didn't start. Um, so I used a mixture of my husband um, we, um, uh, manipulating my feet, the pressure points in my feet, so a bit of reflexology and massaging the clary sage oil into the pressure points in my feet. And that, that it actually, it really, really did help. It helped get my, get my surges going again. So it, it does work. Because um, you know, my, my children are uh, nine and seven and um, I, I was, wasn't really into, say, I was into yoga and meditation and hypnobirthing, but I, unfortunately, uh, before I started using the oils, so yeah, so, yeah. It's yeah. shortly after um, I had Callum that I started to get into it. Yeah. yeah. I, what I wanted to, to say, and it's, I didn't want to um, alarm anyone, but um, I, it, one of the reasons that I really started to connect with this around my children who were actually born when I started using them was that I started to read about a lot of the products that we use around the home, so cleaning products, personal care, I was a personal care junkie, I don't know about you, makeup, um, 
slathering all these things on our body and spraying around. Um, there's, there's quite a lot of chemicals within those products, we're talking about safety, that are actually quite toxic to our system. Mm. And there's a, a really interesting website, it's called the, um, the Environmental Working Group, EWG, they're based in California. And they've done studies on, um, uh, actually on umbilical cords, uh, postpartum to, to see what sort of chemicals are contained within the umbilical cord and they found up to 200 chemicals had transferred from the mother so through into the, to the baby mm. so that that I think that's un unbelievable we do know that the baby is taking on what we are but I hadn't appreciated that just putting on a cream or um, some makeup would uh, potentially uh, work its way through. So I, I'm not meaning that as an alarmist, it's more as an empowerment uh, piece to, to understand that actually all of this stuff around us and I, I started to think, oh God, my children are breathing this stuff yeah. in, in the shower, <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's, it's a good point though because I mean, we all, we all know that we're not supposed to dye our hair when we're pregnant because of the chemicals, but then we don't apply the same logic to creams and, you know, even cleaning products and, you know, all the other things that we kind of surround ourselves with. Even candles, um, I, you know, the candles are a, are a, a real culprit with um, diffusing all sorts of um, artificial chemicals and smells into the room. So, yeah. <laughs> And I just touched on the fact that I had um, had allergies and I actually was beginning to think I'm allergic to my house and I didn't understand anything about uh, anything about this really and you, I can give um, give you lots of uh, reading to, to, to go and learn more if you wish to but I had those reed diffusers I think they're from NYX and they smelled really nice but I worked out that it was those that were making me sneeze and uh, making my eyes itchy. As soon as I got rid of them, I, it was gone. So, so the, that's the other benefit of the essential oils. So they're not just the, the aroma. So the aroma, you could make the aroma in your house. So here I've got, I've got you wouldn't hear it see this, but this is my diffuser. So I've got yep. some oils in there. So that's the way that I scent my home. Mm -hmm and don't have any candles anymore and um, you're getting the benefits uh, physiologically from the oils as well uh, and I make some of my own cleaning products and you can make your own body it's really easy to buy shea butter vitamin E um, like carrier oils and you can use that to massage into the belly or to massage into the legs if you're feeling uh, dry skin or whatever mm -hmm. so so easy to use naturally in, in your life. Mm -hmm. uh, I found that about 80 to 90 percent of my, my needs around the house can be fulfilled just using the oils. So they've replaced a lot of stuff. Mm. So that was a bit of a tangent there. <laughs> That's interesting, thank you. Um, um, May, did you have any questions you wanted to ask Valerie? Yeah, I think one question that we had was how can we have the diffuser on all day? Or is it like a set time? Because I normally do it at night because obviously, you know, listening to the hypnobirthing script and then putting the lavender on just a spoon. But can we have it on the whole day? Is that allowed or is that too much? So, so there are schools of thought that there, there, there is a sort of, um, uh, you could, it's not going to be dangerous. Um, but they do say that within... 30 minutes to um, an hour you're sort of getting those benefits so um, any longer than that's not going to make much of a difference so uh, what, what uh, when I was thinking about some examples of using the oils in pregnancy so 30 minutes before bed would be a great um, you wouldn't need to keep it on all night however um, I was thinking about if anyone had any respiratory um, you know, you, you sort of find that breathing really hard when you're pregnant. We've got a really nice blend that helps to open the airways, so you could have that on at night. Um, but two or three times a day, I would say, with different types of oils. Uh, but um, no, you don't need to have it on all day. So 30 minutes to an hour is absolutely perfect. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, the, 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 the diffusers are really good actually. We I use them with my children because they get they both have asthma, 
Yeah. Uh, two of them have asthma um, and they get chest infections very easily. Yeah. So putting some essential oils in the diffuser and putting that in their room um, really, really helps over the winter. That was when my husband had the eureka moment with it all because uh, the, the blend that um, I'll show you here, this one here is called Air. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, that's what I was going to suggest for ladies um, to use if they were struggling to get the, the, the breath and at night when they're sleeping. Um, that, that's great for um, any sniffles, opening the airways. You get a lot of congestion in pregnancy. Also with babies as well. I use it all the time with my two. It's brilliant. So, yeah. And, and yeah, I, I put the diffuser on in Callum's room because he often gets a cough in the winter and it's mm. so um, he uh, uh, he was coughing and we were just starting with the oils and I thought well, I might just diffuse that in his room and he'd been coughing for a couple of nights it was really annoying and kept us awake and then within five minutes stopped and my husband was like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> so that was his eureka moment these are great these work yeah you don't have to put Vex vapor rub on his chest anymore. So. <laughs> well, it smells probably smells a lot nicer than the vapor rub as well because it's quite strong, isn't it? Vapor rub. I know, I know. Yeah. May, did you have another question you wanted to ask? Yeah, I've got a friend who's just um, in her first trimester and she's really struggling with morning sickness. And her husband approached me because obviously we're he didn't have any other friends that so he could approach who's not who wasn't pregnant and go through the same thing. So he kind of approached me and said, "I." how was your first trimester? And I was really confused. I was like, is there something that you want to tell me? Like, is, is your wife pregnant? And that's when he said like, yes, she is. And she's really struggling and like, she can't like hold down her food and all that. So I did recommend like the gingers and the, the sour dates that we kind of eat in our culture. Mm. But he's struggling to find stuff like that or she's not enjoying those either. Or she, it's not working. So I kind of mentioned about essential oils. So I did, yeah, so that's my question. Like what essential oil blend would you recommend for so, so um, it's mentioned ginger and that we do have we do have a, a ginger oil and uh, then the other ones that I would suggest are peppermints. So it's, it, it, you, you would have a peppermint tea, wouldn't you, if you were um, having any digestive problems? So uh, peppermint, it is um, the, the peppermint oil that DoTerra offers. It, it's something like what I've written it down here. It's fifty. Um, 50 times more powerful than the herb so it, it's super intense and strong so you can even i've got my peppermint here even just um opening it and just taking a little sniff might be enough for your friends just to give her a little bit of relief because it, it is quite a, a, a smell uh, and then um i don't have this oil but cardamom is uh very similar to ginger and mm. that would be another one and, and so what I would suggest with those is either you're aromatically smelling them, so putting them in the diffuser or just opening the bottle and sniffing it. Um, spearmint is slightly milder than peppermint. And again, we have that in gums, don't we, and things like that. So it, it's another good one. And then we do a blend. Uh, we, as in doTERRA, do a blend. It's called, um, I hope you can see that, Zen Jest. So this is a blend and I'll just call out what's in it. So we've got peppermint and ginger and caraway, coriander, tarragon, fennel and also anise. So, so this is, um, a lot of the blends have, have very specific uh, uh, uses and this is their, they call it the tummy tamer blend. So it's really a, a great way to naturally soothe any um, digestive upset. So uh, that would be, those would be the oils I would recommend. Um, you could, so that the other, so I've mentioned um, smelling them and also you could apply them topically. So she could uh, apply them to her belly or whatever it is she's feeling discomfort. Um, one of the, the things that makes doTERRA different from other oils is that we, we do take them internally. Uh, certain oils so she could um, take some of these in a tea for example a drop um, you less is more so you, you, you would be really um, uh, mindful with this and, and mm. really 
fully. But uh, one of the things that you could do, and this is that this is quite an issue, she could just take her finger to the edge of the bottle and just put it on her tongue, and it's quite strong. You can take, feel the or to the roof of the mouth, and that uh, could give her a bit of relief. So, I, I, if I'd known about this, I, I had awful morning sickness with both of mine, and I was trying to nibble on ginger biscuits. Yeah, that's what she likes. Thank you for that. I'll definitely pass those on to her and say, like, if you're interested. She's so welcome to uh, call me for a chat, me. Uh, yeah, I will, I will definitely pass her, both of you guys' details to her because I've, I've obviously really benefited from both the stuff that you guys have provided me. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to pass on those messages. Uh, pass on the love. Share the love. In first trimester, I mean, it, it's, it, it's a time when... Uh, the body is getting used to all of the changes that are happening. Um, I, I don't tend to recommend from a yoga perspective that uh, ladies do, do yoga in uh, first trimester because they've uh, got that connection of the fetus with the uterus. So um, you can feel really uh, tired so it's, it's, and also smells can be strange. So it, it, it's just whatever resonates with you and uh, you could go for some calming oils as well. Um, wild orange is really calming and we have a lovely blend called balance which is very grounding so those would be two good oils for her just to alert to rest and relax uh, yeah because lavender can be quite strong I think um, uh, yeah it's in so interesting with the doTERRA because <clears throat> my my doula um, that I used with my second pregnancy she um she uses doTERRA oils as well and she mentioned that you can take them internally but it not all essential oils from uh, like other brands can be consumed can they because specifically if you don't know how pure they are they're not safe and they wouldn't be advisable to, to be consumed and i mean i i am very uh, careful with that um and um i tend to stick to the oils like that we would potentially eat as fruits or herbs anyway so um, I, yeah yeah uh, that's my sort of feeling that if it's something that I would consume like a lemon then I, I do put a drop of lemon in my water and that, that's the other thing I, I was going to say um me that some of the oils could be quite nice for, in her water because that lemon is a really nice digestive cleanser so just one drop and I'm really large you know those big bot chili bottles um mm -hmm one drop in that and it just gives the water a bit of a nicer taste uh, grapefruit's another good one there's one called green mandarin it's delicious it just helps to change the water if you're feeling a little bit yeah yeah might try that myself actually because i'm a i'm the worst person in the world for drinking water and then um, oh. Having something might taste make it. It seems silly to make it taste more palatable because it's water doesn't have a taste. But I just struggle drinking water because it has no taste. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. Lemon and I love grapefruit as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that uh, that that could be another suggestion that might just make it feel a bit more energized because mm. the citrus oils are really uplifting um, um, and energizing. So that's a good one for first trimester to mm. boost the energy. Um, so how how much um, how much should they be using um, when you're when you're using the essential oils? Um, obviously, I guess I'm guessing it changes depending on whether you're massaging it or smelling it or consuming it. But um, what yeah. is the kind of right amount to be using? So um, yeah, the the, the diffuser uh, that, that I've got so so. The, the, the one way aromatically, so when we're diffusing and so, so what I'll just say firstly is um, if you're listening, you won't see this, but I've got my uh, doTERRA diffuser here, which just basically has water in it mm -hmm. and normally add two to three drops of an oil to that and that is enough. And, and that's the other thing you'll notice with a cheaper oil, you'll have to add loads in and uh, it might not last as long because it's not as pure. So you really don't need very much. That's why it's actually quite cost effective because one bottle has about, I believe, 280 drops in it and you're only needing two or three. So you're going to keep that 
oil for quite a few years, even though the investment in it, some oils are cheaper than other, others. In terms of the uh, dilution ratio for um, applying to the skin, um, that's something that I, I don't know exactly off the top of my head, but um, you, you could go from one in 10, if you, you, you're just sort of starting really uh, small, so you would do uh, drop to amount of carrier oil. So for example, let me show you this. This is a little roller ball. So for those that aren't watching, I'm showing a little 10 mil roller ball. And this has been diluted. This is peppermint and it's got um, perhaps 10 drops of peppermint and then it's filled up 10 mils to the top. Mm -hmm. So there are charts that will tell you how to, to, to do this. Mm -hmm. so, um, they are, they'll be different for pregnancy, for babies, for children, for adults. So uh, they do have all those things available. I, I can't tell you exactly off the top of my head. And, and you would be diluting, um, definitely applying to the body, you are definitely diluting it in a carrier oil. Mm -hmm. uh, lots of carrier oils out there. doTERRA use, uh, it's called fractionated coconut oil, which is a liquefied coconut oil. Mm -hmm. The reason they use that is it, it's got no smell. It doesn't stain. It's very light. It goes into the, the body really easily. Uh, so, so yeah, it's a great one to uh, to use. Mm -hmm. And actually, believe it or not, the um, the little oil molecules are quite um, volatile and small, and the the carrier oil uh, molecules are bigger. So they sort of hold the oil molecules, and when you apply them with the carrier, it helps to drive them through the skin and into the bloodstream. So, uh, yeah, it's good to dilute, especially in pregnancy. Dilute, dilute. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. But anyone that's interested and in, uh, they want to have a chat, I can give them all the ratios. Mm -hmm. It's super easy. You just basically put the drops in and then add the carrier on. Yeah. Um, so we've, we've talked about um, oils that you should avoid using in pregnancy. Um, and, and you mentioned the peppermint um, and clary sage, but are there are there any um, any other oils that you could potentially use during birth? Um, yeah. Um, so I was thinking about this, all of the different things that we could uh, have. So um, one of the uh, and I can talk about other little issues that you might have in pregnancy that they might help. So. So during your birth, you've got, as we mentioned, jasmine and clary sage, which are really good at maintaining a nice contractions, as you experienced um, mm -hmm. at Erin. And uh, then you're sort of, uh, there's other oils that can also do the same. So you've got geranium. So interestingly, they are three floral oils mm -hmm. and they actually, in menopause are used hormonally um, for PMS. They're very linked into hormones. And obviously contractions are initiated by hormone release. So uh, any hormonal oils are, are great. So geranium. And also what's great about those three oils, they will help with the contraction, but they're also very calming. And we know that uh, in, when we're giving birth, we need to be in that calm state and they'll help reduce tension. So they're really helpful for that. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of your emotions, I'm going to go back to uh, the two that I'm diffusing today, which is a, that grounding blend, balance mm -hmm. and uh, wild orange. So wild orange is like a happy oil. It just makes you feel really good. Mm -hmm. um, and those two together will help dispel any anxious feelings. Um, and they're my favourites, I have to say. I use balance every day. So those would be great for emotional uh, benefits. Um, in terms of uh, discomfort, um, so two, two oils that could be great for putting on the lower back. Um, haven't used this myself, but I have uh, heard that basil, herbal oil, and black pepper, actually, Mm -hmm. I've had a massage with black pepper and it was super nice, I remember. Uh, diluted on the lower back is going to help to ease discomfort in labour. And uh, we've got a couple of blends that are really good for, for um, soreness in the body. We have uh, 
deep blue, uh, this little bottle here, deep blue, which is sort of smells like um, deep heat, but it's natural. Mm -hmm. So it, it literally helps to, it's great for joint pain or muscle pain. And I'm using it on my back at the moment because I've got a little back injury and it literally dispels the, the pain. And along with, this is the massage blend. It's called Aroma Touch. It's a lovely um, uh, blend to help release any tension in the muscles. So those applied diluted to the body would be great. Yeah. And oh, I was going to say one more. Uh, so perineum um, uh, massage, uh, lavender geranium and an oil called helichrysum, which you've probably never heard of, but you might have heard of the flower that is from, which is the immortelle flower. Mm -hmm. Have you heard of it? It's like a, apparently it's in a lot of skin care. Okay. So helichrysum is very healing. So um, that's actually a good one postnatally for healing as well. It's quite an expensive oil, mm -hmm. but you wouldn't need very much. But you can make up a little um, uh, mixture with a carrier oil to apply to the, the, the perineum area during labour. So those are my top tips. That's quite a lot to remember, but uh, yeah. It's fantastic. It's a, lot, a lot more than I, than, and there's a lot more there than I was expecting actually um because I, I only really knew about about clary sage <laughs> and lavender so it's interesting that there's there's quite a few different oils that have different that could have different uses um at different yeah. stages is interesting yeah and um what also uh i had written down here so i'd written down body discomfort so i've gone through those cypress um which mm. is a I had an amazing uh, result with one of my clients with this, this is Cypress. Um, it's really good for swelling. So it literally helps to, that the edema that you get in pregnancy, my, my client, Sarah, she still comes to my class at yoga classes, her ankles were really so uncomfortable and her, her little feet were totally swollen up. And she um, said, can you help me? And she, she just diluted Cypress in carrier and was applying it to her feet and really helped to reduce the, the swelling. So that's a great one, along with the deep blue and the aroma touch for discomfort. So they're great. Cypress is also really good for um, the healing. Um, yeah. I had a, I had a, um, uh, episiotomy first time around second time around I had a, a tear um, and I, I used um, very 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 diluted because cypress oil, oil is quite strong I think but I diluted it quite quite a lot um, and bathed my perineum um, and the wound with this with the diluted cypress oil and water and it helped it helped my um, my tear heal up heal up very very quickly um, I suppose there would have been inflammation and swelling yeah so that that that's what that oil does and it? it really really works yeah um, yeah uh so uh, the other ones i was thinking about so that, that that's loads of oils for um the birthing but also i was uh, thinking about I, I did mention this so diffusing some of the respiratory oils next to the bed if you're struggling with breathing yeah. um and, yeah, what, what, uh, sleep was the other thing. Yeah, so there are quite a few oils that are really great to help us sleep. There's um, lavender is a good one, um, but there's quite a lot of very calming oils that help to initiate that calming response in the brain. So you could use those also in the, the uh, in your uh, birthing space mm -hmm. uh, or in the evening when you're going to sleep. Yeah, skin was the other one. Sorry, I keep going. I could go all night. <laughs> keep going. It's interesting. <laughs> but, um, there's quite a lot of oils that are really good for um, just keeping our skin nice and healthy. And that's uh, really important because sometimes women get pigmentation, they get stretching. I had horrendous uh, pulling on my back. My son was 10 pounds four and he was huge. Oh, wow and I've got quite a long body but it was huge and my belly was just like oh, I can't take anymore so um frankincense is great because uh, it helps with um 
uh, scars, stretch marks, um, uh, uh, healings. It, it regenerates the cells in the skin. Mm-hmm. It's a great oil. So that could be, um, doTERRA do a really nice natural body butter. And the one that I used to slather all over me was the Neil's Yard uh, Mother's Balm, which is, mm-hmm. if you, uh, uh, try that, mate. It's brilliant. It really helps my itchiness. But you could add the oils into that because it's very natural. Um, and, and the other, helichrysum also, same, uh, uh, and uh, yeah, I've put grapefruit here. Um, I, I'm thinking that's uh, just to stimulate the skin. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I've put that down, but um, I would go for more lavender, frankincense, that sort of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and for, in terms of the sleeping, you could just put a drop of the oil on your blanket or your duvet or on your pillow, or you could, as you were suggesting, um, let me diffuse it 30 minutes before bed. The other thing that I always say to all my clients is if it feels comfortable to lie in a bath, uh, an Epsom salts bath, because magnesium is really um, relaxing for the muscles. If you also add the oils in, you're getting sort of double whammy of the relaxation, calming, along with the Epsom salts. So what I do is um, add the Epsom salts in a cup and put the oils in the cup. If you add the oils directly into the water, they can burn off with the heat, so you don't dip them directly in the water. So that's a great one. You could, I suppose you could do that during uh, birthing, couldn't you? Do you recommend baths, Erin? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely. So, um, water is a really good comfort measure, um, which is why the birthing pools are so fantastic for giving birth in. Um, obviously you wouldn't have the epsom salts or, or maybe the oils um, in the birthing pool but in the early stages of, of labor definitely you could use those um in, in in a warm bath to help you kind of um relax and um get that get the oxytocin flowing definitely i mean when if you the diffuser is such an easy thing to have for the the uh, environment of uh, giving birth because it's just there in the background you could have your that could be one of the jobs for a partner yeah. to set the user up um, and you, there's lots of nice little bags and you can have your roller balls because um, these uh, diluted roller balls are, are great you, there's quite a lot of them that are pre-diluted so they're a little bit cheaper mm. and then you would be able to roll it on the back or you just make them up and they're all ready to go so you can bring them in your little bag uh, if you're going to hospital um, yeah. yeah it helps to make the environment nicer uh, yeah. 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 Anything that's going to get you relaxed and, and get the oxytocin flowing is going to be a good thing, isn't it? So. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Maybe um, do you have any other questions that you wanted to ask Valerie? I think the next one I had was, what should I pack post? Well, like post given birth, because I know that online a lot of people said the witch hazel pads that you put in the, I don't know, <laughs> in the on the maternity pads. So mm. obviously those are quite chemically, I'm assuming the witch hazel, you can get the natural ones because we deter, I was just wondering whether there's anything else I could substitute for that rather than using those witch hazel pads where I don't really know what the contents of those chemically are. Just like a, a pad for uh, healing a certain yes. body? Yes. So, yes. The neum, isn't it? And put yeah. Them, yeah. yeah. I think we mentioned uh, the the it, it, I mean, it is one of the more expensive oils. I'm just trying to think what other ones would be useful. Uh, lavender. It, lavender is uh, it is calming in terms of our mind and brain, but it is also very calming for the skin and the body. So um, I always suggest lavender for cuts or scratches or bites. So lavender is great. And also um, tea tree oil, which is very safe, uh, the doTERRA one, and you can use it as, it's like a antiseptic. We all know that we still those spot creams with the tea tree oil in. So that's a great one. But um, I, I can do more research on that if you want a specific blend. Um, but, but those are the oils that come to mind, uh, those three. Um, we always say lavender is, all things calming mm. um, and it's for, for afterwards I, I mean you're you're wanting to be finding those oils that are just going to relax the system again so we're going back to balance and wild orange uh, 
for those anxious feelings and um, to support you emotionally so that you feel calm and uh, just very gentle oils. So what, wild orange would definitely be one. And then some of the, uh, the floral oils. So I've got these lovely roller balls here. And these are very calming. So we've got uh, rose oil and a neroli. And also, oh, I've got the wrong one there. Yeah, here it is, jasmine again. So those floral oils, you can roll them on um, the chest, on the neck, then you'll breathe them in. And they're so gentle. If you had baby here, they're going to be breathing that in as well. And it's going to calm baby too. So, uh, yeah. Something really nice and supportive for you, I would say. Yeah. And then, you know, you've got your uh, respiratory blend air. That's going to be great to be diffusing if your baby's got any sniffles. Um, lavender, just on your, it just, it, you can just apply it to the body and it will calm you. It will calm baby as well. Yeah. So. Thank you. Did you Thank have any you. other questions, May? No, I think those are the key ones that I had. Thank you. Was there anything else that you wanted to cover, Valerie? No, oh, let's have a, have a quick look to see if I've... Um, I think I've gone over all of the oils, pretty much. Oh, there's one other one that I haven't talked about, which is an unusual one it's, um, that I hadn't heard of until doTERRA released it. It's called Copaiba. And it's a really interesting one. It's from... Uh, I'm sorry if that's my computer beeping. Uh, <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> I've got my WhatsApp on my computer and it's, I'm just going to get rid of it so that uh, you're still here good. Um, it's it's uh, really uh, got so many benefits, this oil. It's um, from a plant from Brazil, but the way it acts in our brain, it acts on these receptors in the brain called the cannabinoid receptors, which is actually where cannabis attaches in our brain to have elicit that you hear no cannabis is that calming uh, type effect. However, there's two different types of receptors in the brain, CB1 and CB2. And, uh, and now I cannot remember because uh, one of them has the psychoactive effects. Mm -hmm. I think uh, CBD oil acts on that one too. But this oil acts on the other one which doesn't, has the calming effects, but not the psychoactive effects. So it's a really interesting oil, but it is so good to, um, to, to, to calm. It has, it's good for inflammation. It's good for uh, low respiratory. So this oil combined with all of the oils uh, that I've mentioned, diffusing, it just sort of brings everything together and it will just help everything work better. So this is a great one to have. But, uh, What's the name again, sorry? It's called Copaiba. Oh. Copaiba. Oh, okay. I take this quite a lot. Um, I actually take this one internally if I'm mm. feeling very anxious. Um, not that that happens too much these days, but um, I, I just uh, I actually just take a drop of my tongue. Mm -hmm. And uh, I used to um, be quite nervous flying. So if I'm flying, I use balance mm -hmm. Copaiba, and it helps make the flight a lot a lot nicer for me <laughs> and lots of different uses <laughs> but what I was going to say is you know uh, these are natural answers and they're really easy to use um, you do have to do a bit of reading but it's so much fun and it's a, a real tool of empowerment uh, to, to help us as we grow and give birth but also once we have our children because it, it's such a sweet way to connect to our babies and our children and all the way up because we were with the oils we're touching our bumps and our babies and uh yeah it just brings us a lot of empowerment and, and love i feel so yeah it's uh and i've got a couple of quotes if you uh for me a few more minutes which are really nice so as this is quite informed self-care uh, we are just being responsible for our own health through using these oils. Um, I, I really like these two quotes. So this one is a Chinese proverb and it says, when sweet, sleeping women wake, mountains move. And I love that. 
because <laughs> I feel like this, uh, this a lot of women are using these and sort of realizing, yes, there's uh, this whole world out there. Mm -hmm. And then Mia Angelou quote, and she says, do the best you can until you know better. And then when you know better, do better. I love that one too. <laughs> Thank you so much, Valerie. It's been really, really interesting. I've, I've learned loads. Um, and um, I'm going to have to get in touch with you for, to buy some wheels now because <laughs> I can think of lots of different uses. <laughs> Anyone that's listening, um, don't do, do this alone. So what I would say is if you, um, I should probably say how you can get the oils if you want to get the doTERRA oils. Yes, Contact me and uh, I, I do offer, um, me and I had quite a detailed chat, I offer lots of chats, one-to-ones um, and then I, you're not left alone once you buy the oils. Um, I'm, I have got a Facebook group and I, there's lots of support and education. So it, it's, it's not like you buy them and you're left alone. You've got me as your contact to, to guide you through. So that's the other difference with doTERRA. It's, uh, it's a bit of a community uh, going on as well. So. Thank you. I'll, um, I'll have to make sure I, um, I, when I upload the podcast episode, I'll make sure I put all of your details on there so that if anybody listening wants to get in contact with you, they can do. Yeah. Um, thank you so yeah. much for your time. It's been really, been really, really interesting. Um, you, you're you're a, a font of knowledge with, with uh, the essential oils and it's been fantastic um, to, to listen to you. I could, talk, I could talk to you all day about it. <laughs> Here till midnight it's such a fast subject <laughs> yeah we didn't even get on to babies or anything like that but yeah there's no we'll have to record another we'll have to record another episode maybe we can talk about babies and and then i'd, I'd love to talk to you about yoga as well so um yeah my class and i'd love to talk about pregnancy yoga and i do um mommy and baby and also uh i'm, I'm doing a much more in-depth um uh baby course and i'm going to do this thing called tree babies which is about uh leading people in nature with uh, carrying babies um i'm quite excited about it but i don't know if any lovely but yeah that sounds really nice i just i think it's um coming out of uh, a lot about connecting to nature and mm. how it makes us feel different and uh just getting babies into that quite young. So it's, it's like mindfulness and a little bit of breathing and it's quite yoga, mm. but um, we're oh, walking. You'll have to tell me all about that when you've, when you've done that. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm just about to start that. So uh, yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you very much. Um, and um, yeah, I'll, um, I'll make sure I um, put your details on the, on the podcast episode and uh, thank you for your time. Thank you for inviting me. It's lovely. You're welcome. Thank you. The Better Birth Podcast and all of its content is for educational and informational purposes only. You should consult your midwife or your doctor for anything in relation to your own pregnancy and birth. The opinions and the views of the guests on the Better Birth Podcast are their own opinions and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Better Birth or Erin Fung.